Sharing a blanket, like lesbian lovers. I'm gonna finger her during the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely getting fingered for Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) Um, We're recording now, aren't we? Welcome to episode 20. The dub shot. Twomp. The dub shot. (laughs) Two for twomp. Two for twomp. (laughs) This week we're here. Hello, dysfunction. With Crystal Barbie. Yep. You go. I go. (laughs) We did it. Together. Because it's 20. We're cuddling right now under a leopard blanket because it's really fucking cold. There's a problem with the air in this great studio. And it's cold. But there is a... snuggling. um, So visualize that. There's a floor heater, though, that's warming my legs Feels hella good. Yeah. I like that. Thank you, guys. We had a hot plate, but it was a fire hazard and it, got it was taken literally away. a plug-in burner. <laughs> like we could have made fucking quesadillas on yeah, it we if I would have known. We would have brought tortillas. Uh, Back to you, Karen. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. Um, here. Okay, it's weekend news. Freezing. How it was raining. I'm so tired. I'm fucking insanely tired. And for of our it. friends on the East Coast that think we're just being typical California crybabies, we're not. It's literally 37 degrees every a, morning. We haven't had a winter this cold since we were little. Right. Like there's this ice on the This is the temperature lawn. that it used to be when I would go to Boston and Jersey and work out there in the wintertime. It would be snowing at 37 degrees. Yeah, it puts me in a bad mood. Yeah, it's making the hair um, grow at so an I'm, accelerated rate. I'm just going to knock everything off this table in a minute because I'm angry at I was going to say, please don't, because we already had someone <laughs> knock over a full brand new iced Ooh, tea. Oh, you guys, it was so fucking funny. It really wasn't. Well, face. it got on my lap. That's why you thought she it was looked so like funny. She wanted to It landed in my salad. And it was so goddamn funny. Oh, my stomach hurts from still laughing. Anyways. Um, Anyways. The weekend. So. Give it to me, This girl. weekend, <laughs> we got facials. I got my first fucking facial not of my life. Not with a penis either. No, not, Real the, ones. not the exciting kind. Right. It's the relaxing kind. I fucking um, got the first facial of my life. Um, my facial virginity. And we went to the Lash Empire in Danville. So um, we were in Danville and we got facials at the Lash Empire from Alexandria. Who is a listener. Yeah. And, and um, they were Amazing. amazing. We got- I didn't know that um, they were that relaxing, like in yes. a dark room on a bed. You kind of get a little music. massage with it, like yeah. on your face. And she, um, we also did microdermabrasion, which yeah, that felt good. It was kind of scratchy and sucky on your face. It's like but a good hurt. Yeah, like a penis hurt. I liked it. It was it was like rough. Yes. Yeah. It was nice. It, what was hella funny though is. There was a robe on the bed when I went in, and um, she was like, you could just leave. She was telling me, like, you know, this is here for you to put on, whatever. And she was like, you could leave your bottoms on, though. And and I was like, thank God you told me, because you would have came in and I would have been naked. And just the terry cloth fucking shawl. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm learning. And um, it was a good time. It was really relaxing. I probably could have fell asleep. And she was so sweet. Yes. 
and it really was like an hour long. Um, they're actually running a special. She is right now <clears throat> for the month of February. It's um, 15% off facials and 10% off waxing. Um, she offers skin specific facials, chemical peels, microdermabrasion, which is what we got. Um, waxing, and pretty soon she's going to be doing lashes, too. You guys will not be disappointed, trust so me. She's like a Jackie of all trades. A um, Jackie. <laughs> That's cute. You can follow her uh, to book with, at um, on Instagram at Skin by Alexandria, spelled the correct way. No Tell space. her you came from Hello Dysfunction. Yeah, tell her. Um, but that was a good time. That was yesterday, right? Yep. Yeah. And then we went eight at um, Clementines. Yep. Clementines. Clementines, as Mark said. <laughs> Crystal's husband was with us, which was funny. <laughs> he was our chauffeur yesterday. He was our driver, and we went to this restaurant, and it was actually good. I thought it was going to be, it's like Cajun Creole kind of food, but I thought it was in a white area. It very, was actually very white. Is it in San Ramon? Yes. So which I is thought still it was really white be, area. Yeah, like some white people food, but it wasn't. It was actually really it was good. decent. I would drive back out there for that. Their catfish was really good. Yeah. Until I found the slimy tendon. Elastic strings. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah, that freaks me out. Yeah, it creeps me. Um, And then Mark ate it. It was fucking gross. But um, today, I got a tattoo. Well, I got uh, the same guy that did my Frida portrait passed over it again. Mm -hmm. And... um, like tuned it up a little bit and it looks even better than before which I didn't even think was fucking right possible. I was just gonna say that yeah he was like doing it for like two hours and god damn he was actually gonna pass over my other portrait but we didn't mm-hmm. have time I had to get bunny from school and you didn't want to go that get her portrait is because I love it don't say I didn't want to go get her I already had the daycare bus loaded today. it was um the other portrait is Ronnie from the players club I love it because I got that because it was like a funny thing I used to dance and turned into a dominatrix and a long time ago I told someone like I didn't plan to be Ronnie from the Players Club when I grow up it just happened like (laughs) it it literally (laughs) did that wasn't my plan but that's how it worked out so and that portrait looks hella good too yeah it's huge so um if you guys want to get any portraits done in the Bay Area if you live here or if you're visiting the Bay Area visit my Instagram page I have him tagged on the video where I posted it and or you can hit my DM and I'll give you his contact information because he's like the best. His work is really, yeah. really good. Really good and super reasonably priced. So yeah. Um he's a good one. He's a good one, you guys. Yeah. You guys want some really good lashes? <laughs> Go to Browse by Jess on Instagram. Since Bitch. we're giving away all these. No, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Here you go. So- that's enough promo hour. <laughs> These are sponsors. What did you? I wish. Right. What did you? Um, One day. What else did you do over the weekend? You had my child. I did. My other little baby. Um, We didn't do much. But, charades. Oh, my God. They're embarrassing. <clears throat> so there's like a charades app or something, right? On, yeah, on through Apple. And you hold it on your forehead the electronic device on your forehead and the other so the person, person can, can see, see it, it but you, you can't, can't see it yeah and stevie and bunny are the worst and the best at this game because all of their inappropriate thoughts come out during yes. the game like why Who did raced that make you guys you, why did that clue make you think of that like you're out of pocket right now. we were like what the fuck <laughs> she was sending me videos of what they were doing she and was shit. like don't post those you Please and mark yeah and those. i was like i hope she's not fucking posting these videos <laughs> no. because it looks sh- yeah they're not all right the shit they were yelling out was not appropriate it at was all. really funny though 
Yeah, they had a good time. Um, Naya had her first boy girl date because there was nobody I'm else not ready going. For that. I'm not either. It was just her. Is she in seventh grade? Yes, she's about to be 13, which is about yeah, the age that we yeah, started yeah. doing that stuff. Uh-huh. So I try to keep that in mind when she asked me to do stuff, and she's really honest, you know, yeah. for the most part with me. I'm sure there's things she keeps from me, but she tells me when she gets a boyfriend, when she doesn't have, you know, yeah, she, yeah. We, we have a good line of communication. Do you think she got fingered? Bitch, no, because I made Bunny go. Do you think Bunny would have stopped it? Bunny would have told. Maybe not. If oh. she wanted to go again, she ain't going to tell. She would have told. No, I hope. You Naya's better. A, but you know Naya's a prudy bitch, so I don't see that happening yet. Not at all. What about kids? I don't think. I don't I don't know because she gets hella grossed out when Mark and I make out and I be thinking in but my head. But you guys head, are her parents. Like if she's attracted to a boy, that's a different feeling. I don't know. You know, this was the kid that had a fucking long-term relationship with a car seat when she was little, so you never Yeah. <laughs> you never yeah. Know. So she she knows what arousal feels like. But right now, do you like how I'm trying to make is, you think sex went on? Yeah, on and this I'm, just, day? <laughs> I'm ignoring you because she's a bitch, and I don't. I'm think like so. someone got fondled, so. <laughs> but that's why I made Bunny. I was like, well, either Daddy goes and watches another movie, or you have to take Bunny and Stevie. And Stevie <laughs> didn't want to go, and Buddy was like, I'll go. So yeah, I was like all right, take Bunny on their date. So they had a good time. I, I am under the impression nobody got fucking manhandled naked. Okay. <laughs> You bitch. Hope. Um. So yeah, that was it. An uneventful weekend. <laughs> um. Let's talk shit about celebrities and their pettiness. Let's do that. There's been a lot. This let's shit is be burning petty. my legs. Uh, put it over by me. I want to burn. Char me. So there's been a lot of pettiness lately, more than usual. I feel like yeah. among celebrities online. I agree. And on social media and shit. One situation was Chris Brown and Offset got into it. Um, Over a meme, right? Yeah, because Chris Brown, he knew what he was doing. He posted a video of um, 21 Savage, but they put a voice over it in a British accent Mm -hmm. of him, like, rapping. But it's, like, not his voice. And so he posted it, and he put, y'all crazy, like, y'all gotta stop with the memes and put laughing faces, right? So it's like, you didn't, if you really felt like it, you wouldn't have posted Posted it. it. So Offset wrote a comment and was like, the memes are corny, you fucking lame. Or he said (laughs) something. And so, you know, Chris Brown has a temper. And he went fucking crazy. And, you know, was like, pull up. Like, I want all the smoke. Like, what's up? Run my fade. Like, all the shit. He's a really violent human. So... He, I think he can fight though, because they, you know, when you, if you can dance and you can fuck, you can fight. I don't know if he can fuck, but he can dance and he's like a, he can do backflips and shit. You know what I mean? Like he's strong in that way. So do you think he does ninja moves when he fights? I think he can fight and he has a coke problem. So that. So he's like super fucking super strength and energy and yeah, hell yeah. And adrenaline for sure. Just what we need. Another coke head with an anger problem. And then I feel like offset beyond downers. So, like, you're not going to win that fight. You know He's what I'm saying? Chill. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. It went on. It went on for a while. Weren't to they, where like, DMing and texting each other and shit? At first, it was just in the comments. Then it moved to DMs or whatever. And here's what the funny thing was. Offset, like, was like, what's up? Like, where are you at? 
And he was like, I'll be home at four. You know where I live, blah, blah, blah. So then he was like, address. And he was like, you know where I live. Like plenty of people know where I live, but here's the address. I'll be there at four o'clock, blah, blah, blah. So Offset, I think, probably got caught off guard, like didn't expect him Mm -hmm. to be so ready for the funk. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're the police. Like, I ain't coming to your house. You're the police. And he was like, but you just asked me, like, what the fuck you mean? You just asked me where I'm at. Like, you was ready. So that did kind of make him look like a bitch because Rule number if you, one, though, if you're fighting someone, I'm never going to their home turf to fight them. True, because if I get you to follow me in the house, I can legally kill you. Right. That's so one I'm thing. So I'm never doing that. That's one thing. But if you give me an address and we're into it, I'm pulling up. Meet me at the park. If I <laughs> ask you, though, especially if I ask you, yeah. where are you? And I specifically and you answer, say you look like address, the asshole. then I'm, I'm not going to be like... Never mind, bro. I ain't just coming. Kidding. You're the police. Just Never kidding. mind. I got a nail appointment. Like, what? Like, no, you just asked for it. Like, what do you mean? So, yeah, so I don't think he really wanted to do all that. That was funny. And then um, it just continued over, you know, throughout the weekend or whatever. And they were like, well, I'll see you because I'll be in town for the Grammys or whatever. They be going to take this energy and volunteer somewhere with all this fucking extra fucking Mom. stupid man energy. I mean, I'd like to see them fight personally, but... That happened. That was petty. Um, A-Rod, who we were just talking about, mm-hmm. and Diddy had some little exchange over J-Lo. J-Lo posted a fucking um, picture that was like, you know, she looks hella good. She looked good. hella good. Yeah, she looked hella good. She was like lightweight sweaty. She mm-hmm. looked like sexual. It might have been a workout photo or something. And um, yeah, Diddy, like put, Diddy put hella heart faces and and put oh my god or put omg or something that. right so then a rod wrote under it immediately and was like yeah i'm a lucky guy yeah I like bet. bitch we know you fuck with her like you ain't gotta reiterate that fact we know don't get threatened kind of way yeah don't get threatened because sure. her ex pulled up with the heart face for sure so that was funny that's like mm-hmm. old old head drama that's like og drama i definitely think though j-lo is the one that got away from diddy well, yeah, because they you weren't know, her, ready to break up. They broke up because of because legal Because of the gun problems. charges and shit. Yeah. And her team was like, he's going to ruin your career. Yeah, so your I, image and shit. Yeah, I definitely think he still got a thing. Yeah. He would definitely fuck with her. She's weak for that? She wasn't going to hinder her career. Right. You know, I don't she, blame yeah, her. She, they I, weren't together to the point that they were, like, obviously hella in love like that. It wasn't that deep if she they was were able a to cu- walk away. Right. I agree. They were a couple, but it wasn't that deep or she wouldn't have walked away. No, get out of here. No, it's not. You know how many hands I done held that didn't mean shit? <laughs> well, that's that's right. you. We have a guest in here right now. Right. Give a him visitor. a mic, please. It's Ken. Give Ken um, a mic. From Active Management. A man, I mean, I could see how it would look that way, but she had a lot on the line, and it looked like she made the right it decision. It was, like, in the height, height of her career. Because they wanted her to testify and shit, right? Yeah. And she was like, hold on, like, I'm not ready for all this. Her I just team, got up out of Brooklyn or whatever. Her you team know? was like, like, you got to cut it off. Yeah. It's a bad look for it's for your image. Yeah. But was I, like, I'm not trying to fucking do the running man on stage for my whole life. Like, I want to start my own shit. And I want to be my more own. than a fly girl. Yeah, I want to be in movies and not just dancing overalls. Like, I want to kiss old white men in my rom-coms. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. I definitely do agree with you, though. If she, like, really was loving him, I don't she think she would have left. Right. No way. She didn't use him. She just was ready to let him go when she saw he was too much involved in the shit. I don't think there was so much of an attachment on her side that she couldn't cut him off if he was fucking jeopardizing her future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And I think she was, you know, being smart, business minded more than emotions, I feel like, which I'm not totally mad at. No. You know, like I said, obviously the love wasn't that deep or she wouldn't have left. But I think on Diddy's end, though, she was definitely the one that got away. Yeah, because he wrote the songs about her Mm -hmm. and all that shit. Like, he was, yeah, weak for her. Yeah. And then, um, obviously still is, because, you know, he was with Cassie for, like, 10 years or some shit, right? Like, hella years. And then now that they're done... um, He's, like, trying to get his old thing back. He's dated a lot of beautiful women, like Kim Porter, Cassie, yeah, J-Lo. Beautiful. They're all they pretty are. women. They're all, they're all out of pretty. his league, I would For think. For sure. Because he is not looks an attractive wise, person. Looks-wise, we're not talking about, you know, personality, money. Yeah, he might be really funny, in which case, you know, I, you know a million how that times goes. Finer. Yeah, you know how, if you got humor, my panties will fall off. For like, sure. Like, that's just how that works. That's just how it works. Um, so maybe he's naked. really funny. Maybe. Yeah. Because all the women he seems to date are, are gorgeous. Really beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Did you um did you watch her tribute to Motown on the Grammys? I didn't watch the Grammys, but I, I heard about shows. it before the Grammys happened. They they announced right. that, right? And then I was listening to like Joe Budden's podcast or something and they said that it was just a rumor and that it wasn't true, right? That she wasn't gonna do yeah, a tribute. Right. She did fucking do a tribute. So and it's I like, watched it. During and Black History Month, like you for real, not, and she all, has no vocal ability. No, that would be like me doing. She's fucking, not a soul singer. She's not black. Motown, Motown is historically black music. It no. doesn't matter. But she Fuck okay. No. So let's say that she, her being Spanish, whatever. If she had hella vocal range and talent, then it's like whatever. Like have a fucking Asian girl do it. I Whoever, s- I don't care about the race. If you have the talent to back it up, but I think no, they should have had don't. other. I think they should have had black folks for a Motown tribute during Black History Month. I yeah, definitely, definitely. J Lo could have maybe sang a that verse. They should have, yeah, or, or not J Lo, but someone with vocal ability who could, right. who's soulful. She could have sang a verse, but I think definitely Why somebody on earth black would you should pick have headlined like, that of tribute. All fucking people, Fantasia. Like, there's so many other people. Jennifer why Hudson. You, why would you pick her? What the fuck? That was so random. That's like picking. Um, there's there, the list goes on. Diana like, Ross um, was in the audience. Why, I mean, why didn't they have her? I don't understand. Do some shit. That they had was, Smokey Robinson's old ass up there. I honestly feel like... J-Lo's pretty. She can somewhat dance. But she's, like, dated. Like, her her talents were never about um, her butt. Oh, he's making a butt but her motion. Butt's That's not why even I said huge that. Anymore. Her talent has never been about music. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, she was more an actress than she was a singer. She's visually very appealing. Like, the show that she did, the Motown Tribute... If you cut all the audio off and you just watched it, it was, it was nice visually pretty. Yeah. It was. But the fucking singing sucks. Like, yeah. Dude, she's singing dancing in the street. She doesn't have the vocal range to cover that. That was weird. And I honestly, I was about to say, I feel like um, people are trying to subliminally shit on Black History Month. Dude. From all directions. Right. From the Grammys to all of these um, fashion houses with yep. the new blackface fashion that's become a trend that's in no way an accident at all. No. Like, we know it's not. Um, you can't even play that off. You don't as accidentally make a fucking sweater that goes above the lips with, with a cutout red with lips. red lips. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. It's not you an don't. accident. And there's a lot of fucking, um, like, I already knew about Prada a few months ago. They had the, it yep. looked like a Sambo we monkey. We talked about it. 
Yeah. They had keychains and shit and like, they, you know, they had to take down their whole store display in fucking New York and shit because it was, it was. Do they not have black people that work for them? They do. That's why I get mad when people ask that question because it's like you, they absolutely do. And it's not like one person is making this decision and like no one else knows about it. Like when you release a line, it has to go through approval processes. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it goes through many hands before so it's finally released. So they have many fucking idiots. That's yes. why you know it's intentional because everyone can't be stupid that works there. Right. It's not about being stupid in any way. No. These people are not stupid. It's intentional. It's intentional and it's sending a message. We're tired of rappers wearing our shit. Right. That's what it is. That's what it's You're bringing down, down our brand. Yeah. That's not the image we want for our line. That's it's what it is. It's fucking gross. So um, there's been a lot of, okay, so Prada, right? That was mm-hmm. a few months ago. That just happened. Mm-hmm. Before that, H&M had the fucking flyest monkey in the jungle or yep, whatever shirt yep, on the, the black boy. boy. Okay, in 2016, Montclair had a whole line that they released that was um, a blackface puffer jacket. It was reversible. The whole inside was blackface print, and on the outside, it had one stitched one, like right here. Oh, I never and saw that. And it was reversible. And they also had, like, uh, bags, and there was, like, some dolls you could get. It was a whole line. It was in 2016. It was very quiet. I didn't see a lot of press about it, but it got pulled. Okay, so that got pulled. Then um, I did a little more digging. Anthropology had released candlestick holders. You know, they have housewares and shit. Right. Candlestick holders that had, like, those Aunt Jemima-looking black ladies with, like, a mammy rag on their head, like, on the candlestick with wow. big red lips. Okay? You can li- literally Google this shit and see it. They had that that caused hella controversy. Right. Zara. A lot of people shop at Zara. Right. Um, Zara had a fucking necklace that was, like black faces on a necklace it was an accessory that ended up getting pulled because people complained about it Katy Perry it is too Katy Perry has a shoe line who knew and um, she has a pair of shoes that's being pulled right now that's been in the media the last two days that are shoes that are black and they have faces on them with big red lips didn't she do that whole video? Like, isn't the she whole, a, a, a constant cultural uh, appropriator? Vul- yeah, a vulture. Remember, she did that video eating watermelon and with cornrows and, and braids gold teeth? and gold teeth. Yeah, the white. She's girl. been doing shit that's off. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this shit. It's just not it's intentional. Mistake. Yeah, it's, it's not intentional. That the big baller brand or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm not. No, we're not doing that. That shit is bootsy. I don't give a fuck. Black, blue, green. I don't give a fuck. Oh, if it's weak. So we just know, see, that's that's the hard part. Here's the thing. If um, I've seen some people that I know post, I'm not going to give my Gucci away, but I'm just not going to give them no more money. Here's the thing, though. If you wear it and you're seen wearing it, you're supporting it. You're supporting it in a different way. Sell you are. I understand you already gave them the money. Get rid of that shit. I'm sorry. Take Sell a loss. It. You got to eat that one, bruh. Like, I'm sorry. You have to get rid of it. And the same goes for me. Like, any Gucci that I have, I'm not going to be comfortable fucking wearing that shit. you do have a Gucci purse and shit. I don't like um, that shit. All y'all belts and shit? Nah. Nope. The the fanny pack? fanny pack? A sideways bag? Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. She got to get rid of that. Target got some cute ones. Just get rid of it. You could sell that shit, you know. Asians be buying that shit all day to uh, sell overseas. So if you put it on offer up or something, somebody will buy that shit. Just get rid of it. I, I, to me personally, and I, I just bought my dude for his birthday or Christmas or something. I bought him like a Gucci gift. I want it to go back. 
I still have the receipt. If you look back at artists back in the day during the civil rights movement and the type of checks and shows and money and tours that they turned down in mm-hmm. the name of what's right. Yep. People now don't have that kind of backbone. No. And it's kind of embarrassing. Like you're shaming y'all ancestors. No, 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 that when it's your job, that's something. But like as far as um like taking on a new contract with them now that this is going on, no. So like all the artists that turned it down, the the you know halftime show and shit, I that's what they should have done. And people that make excuses like, well, you know, um, the players are still gonna play. Like I, I I'm about my bag or whatever. No, fuck you. Because like all just I just think back to all of those artists in the '60s and shit, and they turned down money to them back then was so much more um they took a harder hit yeah they Definitely. took a way harder hit back then and it kind of goes into that a little in the sam cook documentary it does yeah because he missed out you know it's on netflix but like him good. Um, nina simone <clears throat> when they started uh having more taking more of a revolutionary stance and having music that included their political message. Right. They sacrificed shows. They sa- Like, mm. Nina Simone got hella her shit banned from radio stations back then. So Billie Holiday. So last episode when we spoke about Nina Simone, the song Strange Fruit, we, we kind of made it seem that she had written and, and performed that song. She wasn't the original um, composer of that song. It was actually written by a Jewish man um, in the early 30s. His name was Abel Mirapol. He wrote it after he was inspired to write it as a poem after he saw a picture of a lynching. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a communist back then. And, you know, that was a big deal. And and he was in the United States. He was in the Bronx mm-hmm. or in. Uh, yeah. In the Bronx or Brooklyn, one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, an ex- um, exec showed it to Billie Holiday and gave it to her to perform and. Both of them took major hits because basically right. it was a song about killing black people hanging And it's from like, trees. how dare y'all speak up about that? Like, that's right. not your place. How dare you guys? So there were places that wouldn't, Billie Holiday couldn't sing no more. And, right. you know, so there's, de- there's definitely Backlash. more to lose. Yeah. They sacrificed so much more than like nowadays where like if you're turning down the super bowl okay that is uh you know a high paying show right but you can afford you can fucking afford it you can afford to pass on that right. it's not gonna hurt your pockets you to pass millions, on that so i'm really millions. looking at people like you're full of shit like you really don't give a fuck so in my opinion everybody needs to get rid of their gucci and don't fucking wear that shit like how many times are you gonna let people do this and give you a fake ass apology and you know that it's not genuine, like, and you still feel okay putting that shit on. No, you look like a clown. You got to get rid of that shit, period. I guarantee if you dig into a lot of major labels, and I'm just going off the top of my head, you'll find something that they've done that's problematic. problematic. True. So when that comes out, that's when you make the decision yeah. not to wear them anymore. Right. Period. It's not, right. it's not hard to do. Like, it's not. I feel um, like the more expensive, the more the odds are greater, too. You know, the more luxury it is, mm-hmm. the odds are probably greater that they've what, done that something fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you know, Adidas and Puma, the, the creators of them were brothers, and they fucking made uniforms and shit for Nazis. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes. So it's like, there's going to be problems in all labels and shit. Right. <sighs> Who do you think owned shit back then? Who do you think started right. shit? Fucking white people with money. Generational wealth. Yeah, that's that's who yep. was fucking that's who was in charge of everything. So 
So another thing that I feel has some racial undertones to it or whatever is um, I'm big on conspiracy theories and shit. You know that. Yes, I do. And um, I find it, I don't believe in coincidence. And I find it to be interesting that 21 Savage and Chris Brown have both recently acquired their masters. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this. That's a big deal for a fucking artist. Because basically, you're not owned by anybody anymore. You have the rights now. You receive 100% of proceeds from anything, right? So the labels, you know, they try their hardest to prevent that, to prevent artists from acquiring that. So when... You know, when the rare occasions when someone does, it's a big deal. So they have recently both been in the news for, well, you know, 21 Savage was deported. And we know 21 Muskets. We know that he <laughs> fucking, um, he spoke out about immigration and ICE and all that. And Flint. And Flint's water crisis. And five days later, it got picked up. So it's they like, and to stop buying to stop Gucci. Buying yes. Right. He before Gucci even fucked up, he made the decision right. and announced it in interviews and shit. Stop uh, wasting money, basically, on these labels. Right. So you know, I feel like the higher powers that be already had their eye on him. You know what I'm saying? And he acquired his master, so they're like, "Oh, we're getting rid of your ass. Like you're done." Now, Chris Brown, he acquired his masters recently, and then he had that fake ass rape accusation come out fucking, in Paris yeah. to where they ended up having to drop the charges and fucking release him. And he filed suit for um, slander, basically, you right, know, right. Um, defamation of character. So he fucking he recently acquired his masters Two other people, huge people that had their masters and Prince and Michael Jackson. And I feel like both of them were fucking killed deliberately like doctors killed them or you know whatever you never know i really believe that and i believe there's a pattern you know what i'm saying so it's like if you are gonna get your masters like you better shut up about it they better guard don't get cocky yeah you better shut up about it and don't start speaking out about politics because prince and michael jackson both did that yeah they they got rid of they were gotten rid of very soon after i feel like Especially Prince, because he didn't give no fucks, and he was speaking out against all kind of shit. Yeah, I loved, I With loved the, the how corrupt, he had no fear. Yeah. I would just speak about everything. I loved but it. But I believe, because, you know, everybody said, like, he wasn't an idiot. He wasn't the type to overdose, or you know what I'm saying? Whatever they're saying. Especially he, if he's been doing that for exactly. a while, you so know, I you feel know like what you're maybe doing. Maybe a doctor gave him a hot dose or something, and somebody was behind that. Also, Anthony Bourdain, like, he's not black and he don't own his masters, but he was speaking out against um, the whole Harvey Weinstein and everything. And um, he, you know, ended up killing himself later. So it's like, who's to say? I loved him. Yeah. I did. I I don't know. That's my theory, though. I feel like something is behind that. I wouldn't put it past. Yeah, it's not far fetched when you think no, about it. Because that's this, not a far fetched. This country has gotten rid of everybody, as, especially black people. All the black leaders—they've one by one knocked all of them off. Yeah. So I, and you know, anyone who doesn't—it's like don't get too cocky because we'll take you out. Basically. Right. So remember last week how we talked about Bow Wow, right? Did you? Yeah. Did you, did you see? Did you watch the video Nuh-uh. of the elevator footage? Uh huh. In the elevator footage, when they were going up before yeah. she put hands on him, he's definitely the aggressor in that video. 
He's he runs up in her face. Yeah, he's I gotta like, see it. He's yelling in her face. Mm-hmm. She's holding something. He tries to snatch it like twice. Finally, snatches it out of her hand. He has a jean coat on. Pulls his jean coat off, bitch, and like goes to square up and shit. Really? He's de- and he's yelling shit in the elevator. And then there's another dude in the elevator that like you know is like, come on, man, come on, man. Uh, and she's just silent. She's fucking ignoring him. He's definitely watch. We're putting the video on right now. I'm gonna look at it real quick. Okay, here's the funny thing. Uh, not that there's a funny thing, but, oh, okay, I do see him kind of being aggressive. Watch. He's like, bitch, why the fuck was you hugged up with Shaq, bitch? Right. What was you doing, see? bitch? You think, you, you like that old motherfucker? Wh- Look at him, yeah. I'm, I wish some, Mark would fucking pry my hand open and take shit from yeah. me like that. You could tell she's trying to hold her composure. Right. Watch. And that's in front of somebody. So if they were alone, maybe right. he overdid it. <laughs> That's what it's over. Yes. Look, 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 look. Yes. You see how Shaq he's talking Diesel. to her? Shaq Diesel. Just because he's like, Did yeah. you see? He was yeah, like talking, spitting in her face. So basically, what I heard was they were at a party and Shaq was there. They mm-hmm. got, went to the party together. Yeah, and Bow Wow looked over and um, she was hugged up with Shaq. Ew. And so, so my gross. thing is, why didn't you just bounce? Y'all left together after that? Like, if I go somewhere and I'm regular, you know what I'm saying? Right. If, I, if we go to a party and you're hugged up with anybody, anybody, I don't give a fuck, celebrity or no celebrity. And we go up, there together, I'm your girl. We're not leaving together. We're not leaving together. I'm no. leaving on my own. You're I going in an ambulance. Up on my way out. We're not leaving I'm together. No, they were hugged up, like cuddled up. So... And, you know, I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> that's crazy. But That's hella bold. It is. So, you know, he felt threatened by Shaq Diesel, apparently, and some type of way, and was fucking causing a problem about it afterwards. Right. I do see now that he did. he's not as innocent as As we I thought. thought. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought. I was yeah. like, damn, she's fucked up. Because if, if somebody was doing all that to me, I probably would have snapped. Maybe not to the level that she did because right. she bit his ribs yeah, and fucking hell shit. But you never know. What he could have been holding her down. throwing shit at her. Or, or had know, her in a headlock. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. right. why else Because if my you... head is down there, yeah, I'm taking a bite out your little ass. You're going to let me go. You're right. Wow, I didn't even think. Good, that, that's the headlock. a good, yeah. Because why else would she just bite him on his ribcage? Right. It's not like I'm chasing you and I'm, and I'm bite like, her. you know, you, you're holding me there. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So I, I definitely still agree. You shouldn't fucking put hands on nobody. If that if that's the level your relationship has came to, you don't need that relationship yeah. anymore. On either part, you just shouldn't. Not at all. But he's not fucking as innocent as we originally thought. Yeah. At all. Yeah. That footage changed my mind a little bit. So, in other weird-ass news, um, there is a porn star named Mercedes Carrera. And she's not even no badass bitch, but I think she has, like, a name for herself. She kind of looks she's a little white, bit... She's white, right? She has dark hair. She's, like, Mexican. Is she? Yeah. And um, she, uh, she fucking... Her and her husband, Jason Whitney, I think he produced... I think he's a producer of, of porn. porn. I think so. Uh, they were arrested and fucking charged. They were held with no bail and they were charged. And from everything I read, there was like um, an overwhelming amount of evidence, you know, pointing to their guilt. Uh, They were accused of sexually assaulting. I don't know what the specific charges were, but um, a young girl under the age of 10. Wow. 
and, and not so, their child, right? Right. I was reading. Cause not that, that that's that was, better. Yeah. But. No, that was the first thing I was trying to find. And they weren't releasing a lot of information about the girl's identity at mm-hmm. first. But they said that it happened over the course of some months. It happened multiple times. And the tips and information that she gave them corroborated with the evidence that they found in the house. They basically had a room staged with, um, like, a bedroom area Lock them up staged forever. with fucking video cameras to record. And um, they do, like, a live show broadcast and shit sometimes. And so they they just got all kind of charges now for That's this. That's fucking and, um, sick. They think that there's been other victims. Oh, I'm sure. So they're looking into that now. But, like, as a woman, typically when I hear about those kind of crimes, I think perverted white man you know yeah. what i mean like or just perverted man it's so disgusting when it's you worse hear. when it's a woman and she has a history like she spoke out before about having a hard childhood and i think she might have suffered some sexual abuse wow. but to be you know guilty of that and i, I the more i read it kind of sounded like this was a neighbor like this little girl i don't know but it, it went on over the course of some months and they've been charged and you know, they can't get out. But good. She has like an OnlyFans account and like, you know, whatever production companies have her in films, like all that shit needs to be pulled. Take she all needs that to shit. not be able to get make any money off of any Boycott of that her, shit. Like yes. fucking remove her off your websites, remove her movies, like don't stream her film like none of that. That's disgusting. So a fucking baby. A a little girl under fucking ten. What is wrong with you? Like, seriously, you're sick. Fucking you just don't disgusting. fuck kids. You don't. Like, you don't fuck kids. I hope someone kills them I understand person. there's a fetish and for him. adolescent-looking women and shit. So you get one that looks young. Get one that looks young. There's plenty. Sick ass. There's plenty that look young that are women, grown fucking women, and make the choice themselves. Don't fucking abuse kids. Like, that's... They need to get the worst, the worst fucking sentencing, you know, Ever. that they can. Yeah, that's awful. But, um... Yeah, that was in the news. Her name's Mercedes Carrera. Fuck her. Fuck her. And Jason Whitney. And fuck her husband. And you do it together as a couple. You yeah. sick prick. You fucking sick bitches. Go die. Um, Seriously. Go die. Speaking of porn in a less dark fucking manner. <laughs> Light. Uh, lawmakers in Hawaii want to pass a bill that will oh, block so porn crazy. sites unless everyone pays a $20 one-time fee that will go to a fund to fight human trafficking. Here we go with human trafficking Now, you know again. how I feel. Human trafficking, I feel like, is a super exaggerated problem that is being used as a way to attack sex workers. Right, because in all trafficking forms. is so horrible. Right. The cases that are real are so horrible. The thought of it, and they use it to basically, it's a scare tactic to... You know, scare people into doing what they want and right. can, being and to in control. Me, they're using it now as a way to push censorship. Yes. Like, okay, you're going to use this as the reason to get some money out of everyone. But that's the whole reason we all signed the petition not too long ago to, like, not have them censor the Internet and charge us for bits and pieces of categories. You know what I mean? That's what they were trying to do. And we finally got them to not do it. And then now Hawaii. So if Hawaii is able to pass this and they they implement that, I feel like that's just going to start all the bullshit. Now it's going to be like, okay, well, now everybody has to pay a fee for this or that. And they're just going to nickel and dime us to death. We don't want to start that. Like, I'm so anti-censorship. And yep. that is fucking terrible. 
like, you know, you hear $20, it sounds like it's not a big amount. But if you look at the big picture, the fact that they start that, it's just going to It's opening a door. Yeah, it's, it's opening a can that I don't want to... I don't want other states to get that idea. But and no. then pretty soon we got to pay for all kind of shit. God For damn. access to all kind of shit. Who thinks of this dumb shit? Greedy people. Because it's really dumb. That's all I can say about it because my brain is not working correctly. <laughs> it's just dumb, you guys. <laughs> you guys, it's fucking so dumb. dumb. It's just hella dumb, girl. It is. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Speaking of dumb. Fuck. Let's talk about gray sweats. You know what? I made it clear before how I feel about gray sweats on men. You're trying to dress up like a little floozy. We know what you're you doing. Know you know we're fucking looking at your bulge. You know we're checking out bulges on gray Those are sweats. like the cock imprint so if pants you're of not, the century. It's the, it's the male version of a sundress. Or leggings. So if you fucking have a girlfriend or a wife. <laughs> knock it off with the gray sweats I like, always give Mark shit I was doing it the other day when we were at my house yes and I have the same conversation with my man and he thinks it's hella funny because Mark's shirts like stop right above his dick they don't right. go below his right. dick no one wears tall tees anymore no. so you know your bulge is exposed and you know gray sweats like just knock show it, it perfect the fuck off Right. You know, you buy black ones. Why are you? That? Yeah, you buy dark black ones. That's it. Navy blue is okay. Why are you going outside looking like a little Not hoe? Heather Gray. Yeah. A hoe. And then it's like, well, you wear leggings. Okay, but I also hide my fucking I do not knuckle. try to accentuate I do my not. fluffy vag. No. If I don't anything, I'm trying tight. to conceal my fucking monkey. And check it out. <laughs> when you do have a little extra cushion in your hoo-ha, yes. it's really... It's hard to conceal it when you want to wear leggings. Yeah. Even fucking sweats. Even fucking jeans. jeans. The seam of jeans be going up my pussy. Are you kidding? I look like I have the world's biggest vagina when I wear jeans. It's massive. That's one thing we have in common is massive vaginas. (laughs) Like, it's embarrassing. Lips, lips, you guys. You feel our pain. You know, it's, they're fat. Right. It's like, what, it's embarrassing. I've, I've. You know, so we don't purposely before. put on leggings and pull them up tight and to show you, it off. And the thing is, too, I'm wearing dark leggings all the time. All, I Let's never, note that. I don't I'm own not a pair of Heather, Heather Gray leggings. No. So that my fucking muffin can be huge for everyone Huge. And see. then when you go work out, you have little sweat no, lines on the side. I'm not wearing Heather Gray leggings. Ever. 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 Beige, white. Can you I'm imagine beige <laughs> leggings? You would get arrested. I would be we arrested. We would go to jail. Right. You're soliciting. That's Seriously, what you're, doing. you're trying to show off. You're trying your to sell that monkey, and you're, you're not slick. Mm-mm. So, so please knock it off with the gray sweats. Those we are know strictly, what you're doing. Those are for single eligible men only who bachelors, if you will, not married whores or or taken men with whores. girlfriends. If you're taken, fucking knock it off. I'm gonna start cutting the legs off of one of them. <laughs> On every pair, I'm you gonna put cut them on. The fucking dick hole out. You're gonna start so that your style. dong hangs out the way you want it. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, just show the whole thing. I'm just gonna cut a hole right there. You want to show put off? It in. Show off then. Show the whole fucking. Show thing. it off. It's bullshit. It's hella funny. What do you have? Mark always wears fucking, fucking uh, gray sweats. He's handsome, but you know, I always give him shit. Like you're not going to the store in that fucking hoe Dressed outfit. Like a whore. No. Trying Sweat. to show off your fucking. Package. Right. Um, so Miss America 2019 is a black woman. It's black history. So. Shock. Right. Her name is Nia Franklin. So where's she from? I'm a bad researcher. You didn't get that part, huh? I didn't. 
I just saw not it on a headline. Surprised. Not surprised. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Dumb blonde. There I go. Dumb, dumb blonde. Just dumb. You're just dumb, Crystal. <laughs> dumb. Um, so I, this is something we've talked about the last few weeks, but we haven't got around to it. What is it? Um, the romanticizing of, of Ted Bundy killers. and serial killers. Let me say this. I want to say I was probably guilty of that once upon a time about the Night Stalker. Really? Yeah. I thought Richard Ramirez was hot. Ew. And also because he was like an Elsa Brandian shit. He used to be in our area. And so my you mom thought it was really cool. They showed me my aunt and my mom showed me the house he used to live in and shit in Elsa Brandy. It's over by the Boys and Girls Club up on the hill. And they were like, he used to live there. And I was hella thinking when I saw what he looked like, I was like, he's cute. I hope until, he chokes me. Until oh. I saw he had fucking shark teeth. I guess he Ew. had never brushed his teeth before or something. He said, oh "There's my like a God. there's some gross teeth fact that he said. I think he never brushed before or something. I'll look it up when we leave." But he needs to be in prison just they for look that. Look like fucking little can openers. They're like <laughs> bad, bad teeth. But I do remember a long time ago being like, "Well, he looked good. Like he could have night stalked me right. or he something." Fucking you know, choked and yeah, yeah. So, but you know, now that I'm older and wiser, I'm like, "No, you're a fucking." killer right so because of the new ted bundy movie coming out with zach efron and the the lost tapes or whatever that right. netflix release that is of him confessing apparently he's not my cup of tea but apparently back then he was very handsome for a yeah white he's guy. not my flavor so i can't gauge it because i'm like know. is that what a handsome white guy looks Look like, like to in y'all? the 70s because i yeah, don't know i don't know I can tell you what one looks like now, but yeah. not then at all. But, Apparently, he was hot stuff. Right. So there's a lot of women. I've seen a bunch of like tweets and 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 shit where they're like, "Fucking, he could have fucking raped me." Or, yes, I, and I've I'm seen like, that. You guys do know he fucking raped and murdered twelve girls as young as twelve years old. There was like, wasn't it like thirty something girls yes. or like a lot, right? That they know of. Yeah, and he really had a thing for brunettes. I remember yes. that. That. Um, Thank God I'm a dumb blonde, mm-hmm. huh? But, yeah, so that shit's gross. It's one thing to, like, be a quote-unquote murderino and be into it and fascinated. Interested in facts and the, the way their mind works. That's yes. totally different from having a fucking attraction. Like, can you imagine? Even playing around like that. Like, you're an idiot. Shut the fuck up. Can you imagine if, if one of your best friends was murdered by a serial killer and then people are and like, he's hella fine, I want to fuck like, him. Oh, he makes me wet. I would, I, he's hot. How disrespectful like, the to the victims. Up. Like, yes. majority of the victims' families are still alive. Yeah. You know? That's gross. So that's, you should knock it off. Like that. Knock Don't it do the fuck that. off, ladies. And then I wanted to talk about habitual liars. Something oh you used God. to have experience with. I did when I was younger. I was a storyteller. She was Balinese, you guys. I love her. I was a storyteller. Yeah, she was. But you were a little kid. Right. There's a difference between being a child and telling tall tales and being, I don't know, a 35-year-old fucking <laughs> Adult? man yeah. that's <laughs> lying about everything in his life. Yeah. There is a big difference when you're a kid. I know somebody recently um, I heard about who is a couple. You know, there's a, there's a couple, right? Uh-huh. And... The girl had walked into the bar and these people were like, oh, my God, you look so good. Oh, wow. I can't believe how good you look. And she's like, huh? She never met them before? No, she had never met them. She's like, huh? And they were like, well, you know, you're you're so lucky to have such a, a wealthy husband who takes good care of you. And, you know, 
He told us about your problem with methadone and how you've been in in and out of rehab and and you know she's like what? She's like I don't know what the fuck and you're it wasn't talking about. True? None of it. <laughs> so he just like played himself up to some strangers. Yes, he made it seem like he was very wealthy. Um, he gets points for being creative. Dude, points for creativity. And he's a really. <laughs> awesome people person you look great for just getting out of rehab jeez you would never think that you struggle the way you do (laughs) right and you know he's 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 very charming and very charismatic so it's easy for him to manipulate people and you know i was i was talking to the girl and i was saying you know like could you what the hell's wrong with him could you imagine lying on your partner like that to the extreme, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, we got a new car, and you really didn't get a new car. <laughs> it's like, I'm really wealthy, she's a junkie, and I'm using all and my I wealth. Take, I just take such good fucking care of her. I'm constantly caring for her. Right. Like, what the, she's such a burden. Right. And What? It, it, you you got to think, like, how much do you really hate your life? I or, would never want someone to think bad about my partner. Like, even right. if there was something actually bad, I'm going to try to conceal that from people. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm that, not going to play it up or make a complete story about it. That really that sounds pissed me like, off that you're smearing somebody I know. You're smearing them and making them look so bad. And how much... How unhappy are you in your life I was that just you're say, telling these it's elaborate like you're telling lies? What you wish your life was, or something subconsciously, what you think of your life, what you wish your life actually was, right? I guess maybe to an extent, but why would you, why would you throw someone you care about under the bus like that? Yeah. Maybe they were under the impression that those people would never really meet anyone in their right. family or something. But just the fact that you're doing that is crazy. You got to stop you're if person. you're doing that. And and I know a few people that do shit like that, like tell these elaborate so lies. I know an adult that I've known for their whole life and they are a fucking pathological liar to the point. This is what I think pathological liar means. Is it that kind of liar that believes their own lies or it's just constant? I, I think it's telling? constant over and over because there has to be a name for the people that believe them because we know multiple people that believe their own fucking yeah. lies. And it's like. Are you serious? Like, you have a mental problem because I've been around your whole fucking life and everything you're saying to people, including me, is not true. It's not fucking true. I've been around your whole life. So there's people that I know like that and they lie to the point that they now have children and they lie to their children. Like, they have their children thinking that they're different ethnicities than they really are. I'm not fucking kidding. That they're di- different ethnicities than they actually are, or that their family is from places where they're really not from. Shit like that, and it's like you have a fucking problem. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes, but it's more common than I think people realize because I can name like three adults right now. Yeah, me too. That believe their stories. Me too. And I look at them in disbelief when they will even try to talk to me about it. Do you it. think maybe, do you think it's a form of like a mental illness? It has to be because how are you not able to remember that I was around at that time? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I know. Yeah. So at least try that shit with some new people. You know what I mean? Not the ones that were around and have known you forever and know you're full of shit. And the ones that tell these lies that are hurtful to other people just because they're pathological liars. The people. How do you mm-hmm. not. The people I'm thinking of, they're not doing it maliciously, though. 
they, it's like yeah, they just fucking are lying. They're taking to lying. Color, they're telling colorful lies to kind of make themselves sound more better, unique, right? More different, more. You know what I mean? But it's not like with mean intent. It's just like it's just not true, right? I definitely think it has to be some type of mental illness. Yeah. I don't know what that would fall under, though. Yeah. I have no Whenever idea. Whenever I start to see a therapist, I'm going to ask because. Good idea. It has to be common because for me to know personally three people that do it, you know what I mean? It's like. And does it mean that they that's just. pretty high. They're number. unhappy in their life and that's why they do yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Because these people that, that do it that I'm thinking of, they're not like really successful people or anything. So maybe it's like an insecurity. And I don't even think. thing. Right. And I don't even think the person I just spoke about did it to be malicious. I think that. Just to make themselves sound great. Yes. I but think that, that's what that it was. That has a hint of malice to it. It because does. It's like you're It was your harmful partner. to someone else. Yeah, to someone that you're supposed to care about. I don't even think they thought about that. I think they did it to basically make themselves sound like um great. A great savior, a great wealthy, productive savior. That's fucking psychotic. It is. Cause then imagine what you don't know about. Imagine the lies like, you oh, don't damn. know. Like you got people walking around thinking I'm like on my deathbed, or, or I'm fucking stealing, or you know what right. I mean. Like you could have people thinking anything about me, and I don't know that person would not be trusted any further. Right? Any fucking further? Because now I know you're capable of some weird shit. Being a real fucking dick. <laughs> a real fucking dick. What the fuck? I was laughing hella, but when I when I really think about it, that's like, yeah, I would not be comfortable with that. No, it's, it's hella that you harmful. Just, like, laugh off, right? It's fucking harmful, and and knock it off. Stop. <laughs> if you're an adult and you're fucking lying to just lie, granted, if it's and another illness, thing, I've said this before. I don't lie because it's a lot of work to lie. It's so much, and work. I don't have the memory to keep up. with Yeah, lies. you don't, bitch. I don't. All. I'm gonna forget who I told what. I'm. Gonna, that's the beautiful thing about the truth is you yep. don't have to really try because it's what happened. You it, know what I mean? A story, a lie, you have to remember details. Oh shit, who I told this? You don't want to tell it wrong. You don't want to fuck up who you yep. told it to. It's too much work, and I'm not putting forth that kind of effort. And I'm not scared of anybody. Nobody is checking me to the point. Police, okay, I'll to them yes but other than that no, no. it's a no i'm not fucking nope. lying to anyone no one is checking me no one is intimidating me to the point that i gotta lie no not doing it me either i i'm i just i'm too i don't want to fucking lie no no For what i feel like a bitch if i gotta lie it's you know so what i mean time like consuming. when i have to lie to the police or something i feel like a bitch like you just Fully punked me. Oh, for sure. Because I'm yeah. over here shitting myself. Yeah, and I'm telling you a story now to try to frantically yep. get my way out of whatever. <laughs> and I got to try and remember that fucking yes. story. Yeah, no. Even it's too that. too much work. Mm-mm. It's too much. Stop lying. Don't be a liar. You hear me? You guys. Don't be a fucking liar. And the discussion I think we were talking about is um, not necessarily like systemic poverty, but generational just to paraphrase and use a big word, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, if, say, you have somebody who was raised by a mom that was on drugs mm-hmm. and um, on welfare mm-hmm. and wasn't very educated and you were raised by that person and uh, you didn't even continue your schooling because your mom didn't care, your parent, your guardian didn't care, mm-hmm. and then you have your own children and you struggle to raise them 
and then your children go through that same thing. It's a thing. cycle. It's all a cycle. It's and a it horrible. has to be broken. Yeah. And so one of the things we're talking about is eating habits, everything. It's all a cycle learned. It's a learned behavior. It's learned shit from your parents, your grandparents, your families. Like people right. underestimate what type of influence and how far it goes within families. It's hardcore. Yeah, it is. It takes a lot. It takes you have to basically reprogram break. yourself right. from what you were taught or exposed to as a kid. Otherwise, it's going to come out in different ways with your own kids and with their kids and shit like that. Yeah, you, you for have, sure. You have to either really force open a door to change that behavior, mm-hmm. those behaviors, or somebody from the outside opens up a door for you. I yeah. mean, it, it it has to be a conscious it's work. pursuit. It's work. It's hard fucking yeah. work. And I hear so many people talk shit and criticize. Mm-hmm. It's like my biggest fear. It's really like my biggest fear. Like I tried to, you know, my parents were absent. Yes. So I tried to, I'd be really paranoid. Like, let me make sure I'm not, you know, getting too comfortable being away from right this kid. Or, you know what I mean? Like my kids, like, I yeah, it's a fear of mine. But yes. I could see how it could easily fucking happen because it's what we're taught. Everybody learns by example from someone. Right. So it's like, it's hard. I think it's really hard to avoid unless you are making a conscious effort. And yeah, putting in true. a shit ton I, of and work. And I see a lot of it. And then I see what's sad is I see it sometimes and it's like people don't realize that's what's happening. Right. That, and they're in and denial. And they criticize. Or and yeah. outsiders criticize and talk shit. Yeah. Or like you said, people that are in the cycle don't even know Mm -hmm. because it's all they know. Right. They don't even know. They don't know any different. Right. Yeah, that shit is really sad. Um, It just goes into like having kids is more than just like dressing them up in cute outfits. God damn, it's so much more. Like it's a lot of fucking work. And um, I'm going through a lot of shit right now with both of my older kids. And like we're not on good terms right now. And, you know teenagers fucking suck and i never realized how much until probably this year this is like the worst year that i've had these experiences yeah it is it's never been like this before so it's like all the time i was growing up and i was told like when you have kids of your own you'll understand like you need to calm down like it's going to be worse for you because you're acting a fucking fool and this and that yeah and i never really paid attention i was like whatever that's just some shit old people say (laughs) i don't want to hear that shit fuck you bye whatever it's true it's hella true it's really fucking true and it's just like i've been talking the harder the older the harder it's just once they turn 18 a whole attitude change happens even with the square kids even with you know what i mean because it's like this new suddenly they think they're an adult so it's like even if it's not that extreme there's still some level of it yeah and i fucking i've been talking to my friends like hella people just without kids friends with kids you know what i mean my partner my ex like a lot of people I've had conversations with because this last week I've been really stressed the fuck out and their dad has been too. And I think me and him have talked to each other more than like we have in the last year in the last week. That's like, really good though that you guys can do that. Well, and yeah. And do do yeah, that. Yeah, it, it helps because it's like I kind of depend on the fact that they will respond to him differently than me. 
Not that they more, don't respect me because I'm not, it's not like they disrespect me, but it's like he's, he's more, more authoritative. Right, authoritative. Yeah. He, um, so I'm like, he gets a different response. He gets a quicker response. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but yeah, it's been hard to where every day there's at least one phone call. Like, I think I just missed a call from him a couple of minutes ago. And um, it's literally like, have you talked to them? No. Have you talked to them? No. Or it's like, you know what I mean? It's like we have to update each other every fucking day. And it's it's taking its toll on me. Like my sleep patterns are starting to feel weird. My eating patterns are feeling weird. I'm feeling nauseous throughout the day. Like all these symptoms that I forgot about what anxiety and stress feels like, they're creeping back up on me. And then in your head, you're like, fuck, I don't want to develop the type of relationship with my children that I had with my fucking exactly. parents. Exactly. So I want them to know, like, I'm still going to try. You know what right. I mean? I'm still going to try no matter how mad we get or whatever said. I'm not going to just dip off and, like, start a new family or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's hard because when when they're pulling away from you, it's really easy to want to be like, well, fuck y'all then. Right. But you can't do that. And it's like our nope. responsibility to not do that. So I know that's why I was like, just keep that's my phone cycle. On. <laughs> and and I don't even know if I'm going to do that. But that's that's like where I'm at right now is I'm trying to break that cycle. Right. Um, when I was acting a fool, they just let me go. You know yeah. what I mean? And yep. there was no more checking on me. There was no more calling to see where I was. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. I was basically living my own fucking life. And staying at whoever's house and didn't have to answer to nobody. Yeah. And I'm not going to let that happen with mine. So, it, yeah, you got to relearn shit on your own. Yep. And it's work. It's a lot of fucking work. And yep. it hurts. And it's it's uncomfortable. But, yeah. It's you worth go through it. Shit. Yeah, it is. And you got to go through uncomfortable shit sometimes, I think, to see results yep. with anything. You know? So. Uh, it, it gives you obviously a, a wider expanse of knowledge gives you a little more grit, mm-hmm. more life experience, more tools. So yeah. it's worth it, but it's a lot of fucking work. It is. I really, it. and it was crazy. Cause like my kids have always been angels. So it's like when I grew right. up, grew up raising them and everything, I was always like, this shit ain't that hard. You know right. what I mean? Like people complain Lying about bitches. motherhood and shit. Motherhood is not fucking hard. Like what the fuck? What's hard about it? And it, now it just it took me until this late to be hit with some bullshit. You're sweet until they were fucking till they're 18. grown. Yeah, like now y'all wait to act a fucking fool. There was never any resistance, talk back, Mm-mm. none of that, none of their early teenage years, none of that. And now I get hit with all They've of it. They've always been hella good. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully this all works out soon because I'm starting to feel the physical effects of stress and anxiety. And, that and sucks. Yeah, it does. It really fucking sucks. I forgot to take my meds like three times last week. Oh, yeah. And so, and I know part of the time I wasn't taking it at my normal time during the day because I was feeling nauseous and I was feeling nauseous from stress. I get like that. So I don't I'll eat, be like, I, I can't stressed. take the pills right now because I'm going to fuck around and throw up. Yeah. And then, then I, you I end forget. up not taking them. Yeah, that's what happened three times. Ah. So I'm going to try to do better this week, but that's been going on. So you know how last episode we talked about um, Nina Simone? Yeah. I figured um, since obviously it's Black History Month um, that um, I should talk about Henrietta Lacks. Who is that? So Henrietta Lacks was a 
black woman. And in 1951, she went to uh, John Hopkins Hospital. Mm-hmm. It was one of the only hospitals back then that would treat black folks. And she went in um, complaining of vaginal bleeding and stuff. And so um, they found a, malig- a malignant tumor on her cervix. Basically, had cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. So they took a biopsy. And the biopsy, of course, had a bunch of her cells in it. Now, this same biopsy, when it was taken from other people, most of the folk cells, they died. They didn't, like, know a lot about this shit back then, right? No. Okay. So they were watching hers. Mm -hmm. And her cells, not only were they not dying, but they were multiplying every 20 to 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So she had these, like, incredible, booming, powerful cells. Was it the cancer that was multiplying? or No. It was her? It was her cells. Okay. So, they kept these, uh, she went through radium treatment back then, that's how they treated cancer, and she ended up dying. Mm. John Hopkins kept these cells, and they're actually known as HeLa cells, H-E-L-A, you know, first two letters, Henrietta, last two, um, first two of of her Mm -hmm. last name. So, they're called HeLa cells, and these cells... Um, have been used to study the effects of toxins, drugs, hormones, and viruses and the, on the growth of cancer cells. Mm-hmm. They've also been used um, for the effects of radiation and poisons, the human genome, um, and played a crucial role in multiple vaccines, including the polio vaccine. So hella studies have been there's Her over, cells have been used for hella research. There's over 17,000 patents involving HeLa cells. Her cells. Her, her, this one woman's magical cells. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this great part. Her family has never been compensated for any of it. Never. I'm so not fucking surprised. Never. It's just like, what else can you steal? God damn. Like, steal everything. Steal fucking, fucking steal. everything. Come in and take my mom's fucking house shoes while you're at it. You know what? So, because the sales were taken without consent, I found a few articles where some of the, her family members were actually... Did they find out or anything? They hired a lawyer recently. Mm-hmm. This is in 2018. And they, they can't necessarily sue for cell ownership because those cells actually belong to someone who has passed. So they can't do that. But this woman lawyer is basically trying to help them garner some type of ownership of something Mm -hmm. so that they can be compensated in some way. Yeah. And so there was a book um, written about it. It's called The um, Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And I actually found out about her because my mom read the book like five years ago. It's wild that I never even heard of her name. Right. I I was like going to be like, is she an actress? Like (laughs) I had no fucking idea who this person was. Right. And so... The Henrietta Lacks granddaughter helped the woman write that book. Mm-hmm. And God damn, did from she get what I've read, that? no, from what I've read, the family doesn't receive proceeds from the book sales. Oprah Winfrey bought the rights to do the movie from the book. Mm-hmm. And I think she paid like three or four of the family members only each $16,000 to quote unquote air quote consult, be consultants on the film. That's all they've received. From anything. From anything. 
You know, I I feel really funny about Oprah. I have mixed feelings. About I do Oprah. too. I go back and forth. I don't. Honestly, eh. it's like, bitch, you give um, gifts of more more value to your fucking studio audience. Right. She gave them cars and shit before. Right. Like you give them more than than these this family, this black mm, family that right. you know didn't get shit. Right. And you're like a billionaire. And 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 the. This family's mother, grandmother, aunt basically revolutionized the medical testing industry. 17,000 fucking patents involved those cells. And imagine just because, you know, the pharmaceutical industry is like the the biggest billion dollar business in this fucking country. Imagine how much money they're the proceeds from that derived all from her cells. Like the polio vaccine. Everybody in the U.S. has everybody a, in the world has a polio vaccine. Use a, uses the polio vaccine, and her cells were used to oh help create God. that vaccine. And they got sixteen bands. What I know, people yeah. that got more than that from Chevron Selling refinery. Selling dope, bitch. From right. Chevron from refinery Chevron. settlement. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, if you have a chance, look her up. She's pretty. I will. That sounds really pretty incredible. Very interesting, but also God, will damn. fucking really piss you off because, like everything else, her son, American history. Her son is right. Her son is still alive. Her grandson, um, you know, she has this whole legacy and this of all these family members and and they saw nothing. No, that's nope. fucking disgusting. God bless the U.S. And I, I'm really interested. Like, I would want to watch the film. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like now knowing that the family ain't going to get no proceeds from it. Why do I want to contribute to that? I'll watch it on bootleg. Or get the book from the library. Yeah. My watch mom it on said the book was really good. So that you're you're stealing it. Yeah. Do that. Exactly. Yeah. Do it that way. I, go watch to terrarium on, on your fire stick. <laughs> yeah. And watch it fucking illegally. Pirate that shit. So... Um, okay. I'm going to share a difficult story with you guys for a few reasons. One, I feel like I finally can because for a long time, I haven't been able to talk about this situation without crying and I don't want to be the big pussy. We cry every other episode. I know. I'm over it. Especially you. Um, (laughs) second reason is because it's important for women to know that this shit happens to everyone, even big badass me. Yep. Um, nobody is exempt or protected. Right. No one. Um, thirdly, I want everyone to know what a piece of shit, a key person that is involved is. Yep. That needs to be known. So. And I definitely agree with you. Um, talking about it. Yeah. It's time. So, yep. Here it goes. Um, in November of 2017, I went out with a friend and um, we were having some drinks. It was just me and her. And we had only been in the building for like 30 minutes. So, we weren't drunk yet. We were sitting at the bar and um, there were some people in attendance that we knew, um, a couple of which came over and said hi and shit. Uh, one of the people is who I'm going to kind of talk about. Uh, while we were talking, you know, she's my friend is kind of talking more to this person than I am. Um, I'm I'm still facing forward at the bar and shit, and I'm just drinking and whatever, you know, music and shit. And um, at one point, I look to the left and I see this dude walking over. And um, he shakes hands with the person that I knew that was talking to my girlfriend I was with. What are we going to call him? We're going to 
His name rhymes with Foggy. So we'll call him Foggy. Yeah. So uh, the dude that walks up, shakes his hand, turns towards me, reaches over, grabs me by my pussy. Mm-mm. Doesn't say a word to me. There was no lead up. There was no build up. It caught me completely off guard. And there was no way for me, you know, there was no way for me to react like I normally would have. Like, you know, I'm known to be an aggressive person. I'm known to physically not have a problem putting hands on people. And sometimes I'm the aggressor in fights. Sometimes I'm not. But either way, like, I'm I'm pretty much known for, like, sticking up for myself and shit. And this was a situation where I was caught off guard to the point I had never experienced that before. And when, when somebody assaults you sexually, it's a totally different fucking ball game because it's such a fucking shock and violation. You instantly like feel sick, like you exactly. want to puke. You can't fucking move. It, I feel like I held my breath. Like yes. when it happened, everybody I was so, always says like that won't happen to me. I'll do this. I'll do that. Right. You know you won't. Right. I, and I know you won't because I've been there. And I have you know. So I didn't react the way I thought I would. And I didn't right. react the way people that know me would probably expect me to. Right. So I kind of held my breath for a minute. And it wasn't just like a typical guy in a crowded club brushes up against your ass or your titty. It wasn't like that kind of situation. He full on grabbed it with his whole fucking hand. Mm-mm. And um, so I, I knocked his hand away. I instantly hopped up off the bar stool and I was like, do I fucking know you? I was like, what are you doing over here touching me? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you grabbing me? I'm saying this shit over and over and I'm saying it loud enough so that the bartender can hear me. He hears me. He walks over and um, he's like trying to find out what's going on. The dude was like, what? What are you talking about? He's slurring hella much, hella drunk. He's like, what? I didn't touch you. I didn't touch you. I said, you just fucking grabbed the fuck out of me. I said, I do not know you. I've never seen you in my fucking life. Why are you touching me? And I started crying. And I was kind of hysterical. My girl got in between me and him because I was getting worked up to the point that I probably was going to swing on him. She put her arm like up to his throat and was like, you need to back the fuck away from her. Like, she's upset. What is going on? The other I'm not even going to call him a friend. The person that we knew that shook his hand when he first walked up, he like tries to instantly get me to be quiet. And he's like, you need to calm down, calm down. And he's like, you should let me handle this. You need to be quiet. You need to let me handle this. Wow. So the bartender had already alerted security. They came over. I said, he just grabbed me. He just grabbed me. And I like pointed to the area that he grabbed me. I was like, I do not fucking know him. He needs to get the fuck out. And they were like, I'm sorry. I'm going to take him out, whatever. And, you know, I this is a place that I frequented a lot. And a friend of mine is like one of the resident DJs there mm-hmm. every week. So the staff there know me. They recognize me and shit, and they know, like, I'm not a problem when I come in there, and I'm not, you know, I'm I'm to myself. So they were super apologizing and shit. They were getting me tissue. They were like, stop crying, stop crying. Like, I'm so sorry. This person, we'll call him Foggy, comes over, and he's like, what happened? You should have let me handle it. You should have let me handle it. I said, you were right there when the shit fucking happened, and I'm not waiting on anybody to speak up for me. 
So he's apologizing right. and shit. And I'm like, just get away from me. Just get away from me. Not knowing that when I turn around and I'm talking to my girl and kind of trying to gather myself so we can leave, I look over and I see the dude is hella drunk. He's still at the door arguing with security. Like, why do I have to leave? I don't want to leave, whatever. And so I was like, we're not going to walk out yet because I don't want to go outside and run into him. Right. So I'm like gathering myself together. We're closing out bar tabs and um, I'm, we're just standing there for a minute. And I see the person, Fage, talking to the bartender. I later find out that he went up to the bartender and he said, bro, I've been here all night. I was here the whole fucking time. She's lying. She's crazy. She's making it up. None of that shit happened. Wow. I found this out later. I found this out later when I, bitch. when I met with the owner to get the surveillance camera footage, which I still have in my phone to which this day. Which I have seen, and it fucking shows it. It shows him walk up, not say a word. Out of nowhere. Shake dude's hand, reach, and grab me. It shows it. You've never met me before. You've never seen me. You don't know my name. I don't know yours. You know what I mean? Like, it's not one of those where we've seen each other before. It's not... It there's just, no fucking there's no reason. Ex, there's no reason for it at all whatsoever. So way out of line. I was super upset. Um, my friend that was the DJ that night, he, he found out later that night what happened. He contacted the owner. Everybody was really fucking great. Security was great. Everybody gave statements. Um, they got the camera footage, put it on a thumb drive. I met with the owner like two days later. We watched it in his office. Mm -hmm. He was fucking shocked at what he saw mm -hmm. i started crying and i was instantly like uh relieved because i was like my credibility is being questioned right now right right let me back up for a minute the person okay so when i didn't see dude at the doorway anymore that assaulted me i was like okay i'm ready to go this person foggy insisted on walking us to my car and I kept saying, don't fucking walk with us. You didn't do shit to help me. Don't fucking walk with us. And he was like, calm down, calm down. Just trying to calm me down. I got in the, the car. the worst fucking thing you can say. He wouldn't let me close my car door. He was standing there really trying to calm me down, calling me sis, apologizing over Making and everything over. worse. Yes. To where Moni was finally like, let her close her fucking door so we can leave. So I close the door. I drive off. Um, I tell my friend that's the DJ what happened, whatever. The next day, uh, let me think, was it the next? I think it was when I got the camera footage. I was like, okay, I'm going to press charges. And we went to the police station. And it was a long-ass fucking process God in damn Oakland. it was. I almost didn't want to do it, but I was like, you know what? This person could be doing this to other people. And I just kept thinking, like, I have a daughter that's going to be 21 soon. Yes. That could have happened to her in a bar. Like, he was way too comfortable doing that shit. Like, yes. he had done it before. So. We drove out there, what, two or three times? Yes. Because it's such. And sat for They're hours. so backlogged um, on reports and shit. It took forever for me to finally get an officer to take my fucking report. Yeah. So I went through with that. Um, someone from Special Victims contacted me uh, maybe like a week later. It was a woman. I went and met with her. And um, before me and her got together, I was like, okay, let me get any information I can about this person, about the whole situation before I meet with her. And I wanted the person Foggy's phone number. So he's actually a fucking a DJ for some people in the Bay Area. Um, some 
pretty popular people, I'll say. It's not because he's fucking great. It's because he's available. <laughs> um, he ain't nothing hella special, but he likes to think that he's like the hottest thing in the Bay, which is pretty laughable. This is someone that I've known for like close to 10 years. Um, he used to throw parties and promote. I used to promote parties. We just kind of know each other from being in the Bay Area party scene. Um, he fucking, <sighs> I tried to get his phone number or whatever, and um, I hit up the homie who like, you know, kind of manages some of the artists that he DJs for. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Like, we're out of town together right now. And I was like, okay, just text it to me. So he hits me and he's like, I told him I was going to give him your number. And he said, don't give it to you. Like, don't, don't. And he was like, you know, adamant about it. And I said, what? And he was like, you know, I'm going to send it to you anyway. So he did. Mm -hmm. So um, I hit dude on Twitter and I was like, so-and-so told me that you didn't want me to have your number for whatever reason, but he also gave it to me anyway. And I hit you, but you didn't answer. So he replies, mind you, the last time me and him spoke, he was apologizing, sis. calling me sis, um, telling me I should have let him handle it. He's so sorry this happened. Calm down. Don't be upset. Blah, blah, blah. On Twitter, his whole fucking energy changed. And huh. he was like, I definitely told him, don't give you my number because you're a fucking weirdo. Wow. And that shit didn't happen. Huh. I said, you know what? It's good. Um, I'll see you when you get back in town. I just left it at that. I was like, that's my people. He gave me your number anyway. But it's good. I'll see you. So I went, I met with the investigator, I turned over his phone number, I turned over all the information I was able to find out about the guy, because it turns out uh, a few, maybe four people I know, know him. They gave me his phone number, they gave me, you know, his social media information and, you know, pictures and whatever for me to give to this woman. Um, I gave it all to her. She called in some other people that reviewed the footage with us because we couldn't get it to load at first. And they were like, wow, like you can clearly see a reach, you know, like. Right. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, my credibility is kind of being challenged, I guess, right now, because this person that posed as a friend before is like trying to call me a liar and basically make people question my credibility so fucking which is angering. the worst fucking thing you can fucking do to someone when something like this happens and i didn't understand his motive because i'm like it 100 happened so you're, you're what already are you doing feeling violated from the incident itself and then you have it's re-injuring to have someone right especially someone that when it happened was trying to act like they had your back right to turn around you fucking snake bitch yeah and discredit you so I explained that to her and I told her, when you call him, here's his number. When you call him, don't expect him to be super cooperative because he changed his tune and I don't know why. <laughs> I showed her uh, what he said to me on social media and I was like, um, so this is probably the attitude you can expect. But like I said, we have the footage, so it doesn't matter. It fully happened. Right. And so she was like, yeah, this is fine. I'm presenting this to the DA. I'm going to get some statements from people. I'm collecting those from, you know, the club employees. And, mm -hmm. like, you came to me with a witness because my girl saw it happen. She gave a statement. She's like, you brought me video footage, a witness. Like, this should damn near be a closed case. And his contact information. Right. So, you know, you think this is going to be a really simple thing, right? But it's not. And Oakland is it super is. fucking backlogged. And... 
you know, the police just will say they're really busy or whatever. But um, you have to constantly stay on them. Yeah. And you if have you to don't, advocate for yourself, it falls through the cracks. And, you know, that's kind of what happened. I kind of just let it go because um, for me, it was just like I gave you a complete case. What more can I fucking give you? What you do know you what I'm want saying? For me. Right. I'm trying to heal over here. When she completed her fucking statements and everything and got everything she thought she needed, she contacted me and she was like, you know, we'll be in touch with you, either the DA or or I will. You know, I'll keep you updated and shit. And that was it. And that was in like early 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, probably mid-year. So I I don't really follow up with her. I'm just like waiting. I I know it's a long process and shit just from friends that have gone through it in Oakland. And I, you know, I don't, I don't really press it. Um, November comes around. November now of 2018. I went out and lo and behold, I run into the person at a totally different place in Oakland. But I run into the person that assaulted me. And when I saw him, I, like, gasped, and I started to have, like, a fucking panic attack. Mm. Now, mind you, after this happened to me, I developed a social anxiety, and I didn't fucking go out for a long time. I didn't want to go out for drinks nowhere. It really fucking changed me. There were a few incidents where I went places to meet friends, and I couldn't go inside. Yeah. And I was just, like, I would feel a panic attack coming on, and I had to just go home. And for anyone that knows me, I was, like, a party girl you know what I mean like I promoted parties I hosted parties I was at one point I was going out to places like four and five nights Mm -hmm. a week I was getting paid from it you know what I mean so these are all places I'm familiar with and I'm familiar with staff and I've always felt comfortable and I have friends there and you would think I'd feel safe going but it changed me and I couldn't go to those places anymore so for a long time even like for holidays and shit I you know like times when I would want to go have a drink a birthday whatever I wasn't going out so um when I saw him I was like shocked and I like held my breath again and I was like what the fuck and so I instantly hit my dude and I was like you got to come get me like I'm here with some friends um this person is here and um it was going to take a while for him to get to me luckily um, just from experiences in the past, I, I only go out where I feel safe and like I know I have friends in the building. Right. So I had some family there that night, two dudes that are like brothers to me. And I saw them and it turns out they knew dude. And so I point him out and I'm like, hey, dude right there sexually assaulted me about a year ago, exactly a year ago. And um, I'm telling them just a quick synopsis of what the fuck happened. And they're like, what? And they're like, they, you know, talking amongst themselves. I'm, they're like, should we get on him right now? This and that. I'm in a weird position because I don't want none of my people to get in trouble over right. him. You know what I'm saying? And dude is small. And I'm like, if I really want to, I could go and just take off on him right now. Like, you know what I mean? All this shit is going through my head. But I'm like, try to just get him to leave or something. Right. Otherwise, I can't stay, you know? And um, and so they were like, hold on, we're going to go. I turn around. One of them is already talking to him in his face. So he comes over and he's like... Okay, I talked to him about it. I was talking to him for a while. Then the other one was talking to him also. And they were like, uh, he basically said that he was hella fucked up that night. He's not denying it. He's saying he doesn't really remember. And he's hella sorry. And can he buy you a drink or something? And he wants to apologize to you. And I said, no. 
I don't want his apology. I don't want any of that. I just don't want him nowhere around me. Right. And so they were like, you know, you're good. Like, as long as we're here, you're good. I was like, okay, because I'm either going to, like, try to call an Uber or something. This is one of the rare fucking times I didn't drive. And so um, I was like, otherwise, my dude's coming to get me. And they were like, just chill. Like, we're not going to even have him over here nowhere near you. And I was like, okay. So I, like, relaxed. I was still tense, but I relaxed. And I was like, you know, he's not even denying it. You know what I mean? He's just like, I get it. He was really fucked up. And guys, I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying, like, you know, when you're really fucked up, guys, people are capable of doing shit. So it just, it made more sense. And I... Maybe I was more relieved that he wasn't calling me a liar and shit, too, because right. that was hard to deal with. That was hella re-injuring for me. But um, so I, I ended up getting picked up, okay, and I left. And um, I just kind of, I want to say I kind of forgave him in, my, in a way in my head because I was so relieved that he wasn't denying it and he kind of acknowledged it. And I was like, he sounds like he might feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Right. So there was, there wasn't any more talk about it. And I was just like, okay, you know, um, this was in November of last year. We're only in fucking February. So when that happened, okay. During the year in between, when that happened, I separated myself from people that continued to be friends with the person Fage who tried to discredit me and call me a fucking liar and all that shit. I, I basically separated myself. I drew a line. Like, if you're fucking with him, this is what happened. Nothing personal, but I can't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this per- he's person, not safe. he's not safe. And um, that is damaging to not even just me specifically, but a person like that is damaging to women in the Bay Area, yeah. period. And there's so many stories and so many women I know and so many, you know, fuck the, even... Fuck the Me Too movement. Like, this person tried to bring that up to me today. And it's like, bitch, no. Aside from that, just being a woman, period. You're all you're never believed when something happens to you. This shit is damaging to not just me specifically, but I feel like any woman that is at risk in the Bay Area. That's why I say he's not of, fucking he's not yeah, safe of at some all. Gross predatory fucking. Why behavior are you writing so hard for for someone that you claim isn't even your friend, that you said you weren't even there with. You know what I mean? What, what made you change your tune and all of a sudden now I'm the liar when that night when it happened, you were apologizing and saying, like, calm down. Like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's what happened to be overnight? Trusted. So it made me think, like, does dude have something on you? Do you fuck with dude? Like, right. what is going on on the low? Like, something is going on that made you change your tune, right? Right. I ain't seen dude, okay? I ain't not the dude that did it. I ain't seen Foggy nowhere in public since that shit happened. Um, yesterday, last night, um, some friends, well, a friend of mine and an old friend of mine, they have a podcast, which is like on a radio. It's like a radio show on a radio station out here in the Bay Area. They did a show yesterday, and Foggy was their fucking guest on the show. They now, were really hurting. Those obviously. were two people that really stuck up for me when this shit happened to me. They they kind of got him dropped from some jobs here in the Bay Area. They played a part in like really taking my side. So I was super shocked when I saw that they had him as a guest. Wow. So I wrote in the comment section and I put interesting. Right away I get a DM from one of my friends that is like, uh, 
you know, I'm really sorry. I'm not the one that scheduled him to come in, but I also didn't fight it. I probably should have. I love you. I believe you. Like, you mean more to me than that person does. Um, You know, I'm really fucking sorry. I know this looks crazy. If you're mad, I totally understand. And I was just like, you know, the shit is just fucking... Insulting. Yeah. And I I briefly explained that. And then um, after I was DMing them... I look in my notifications and Fage wrote a comment after where I put interesting and he puts, I still love you. Fucking bitch. So I said, um, I said, you know, what you did trying to discredit me was like more injuring than the person that actually assaulted me. I said, honestly, I hope you die, to be honest. Right. And so his response was, um, wow, that's crazy. I still love you. Then he proceeded to like about 400 of my pictures. So all of my notifications are him. He's a motherfucker. He's fucking sick. We don't follow each other. We haven't had any contact since that incident, since the Twitter exchange. He's basically poking you, bitch. Exactly. Poking you. So when that happened, um, I'm looking at all these notifications. Look, they're, they're all him. There's pages of them. They're all him. So he fucking, um, he, um, she has hella screenshots. There's so many fucking screenshots. So if Foggy hears this or someone that knows Foggy hears this, well, he he tries tries to to deny it by blocking the person that posted it. But I had already got screenshots of everything at that point. So what he did was, um, his first response was, people I love fuck with you, so I'm not going to be lame and expose you, dot, dot, dot. But people like you are the reason why folks discredit the Me Too movement. You literally lied on that kid, dog, and I honestly couldn't pretend like you didn't. I'm sorry. Wow. The only people that discredit the number one, the only people that discredit whose the credibility Me Too is in question is his. It's like, fucking predators. Exactly. Number two. And I think he's also forgetting that like he has this tune now, but in front of my girl, she witnessed him not letting us leave, following us to the car, holding my door open, apologizing, apologizing, calling me sis. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Blah, blah, blah. You should have let me handle it. I'm really fucking sorry. Fuck that guy. Blah, blah, blah. But now you're saying all this. You know, so like she's like, what the fuck? Like right. she already saw him flip. Right. And and I don't know why. So, you know, it wasn't just me seeing him trying to take my side at first. Right. She also witnessed that. So I said, you're aware I have camera footage of the whole incident, right? You're out of your fucking mind if you think that I would lie about some shit like that. You would never do that to never, somebody. Never. And especially not on no fucking black man. Ne- right. In fucking Oakland, California. Never. never. I would never. So I said, what concerns me is you told hella people you never saw what happened after you made it your job to try and discredit me. So which one is it? Right. So his response was, you are a fucking pathological liar. If you have footage, take it to the police, dumbass. Get that man locked up, please. Don't you got kids and shit like that? Why are you talking to me? On God, I'm about to block y'all niggas, bruh. You hit me. I never reached out to you. You hit me when you saw me say interesting. And now you're talking all this crazy shit and saying you're about to block everyone. You could tell he's getting mad. Yeah, he's getting frustrated, right? Right. Cussing and all kind of shit. So I just said, um, I did take it to the police. And you know that because they called you. So who's really the liar? (laughs) 
So he's still liking all my pictures, pages of him fucking liking my pictures. And then, he's sick. Yeah. And then um, he says, bro, you finally woke me up for real, bruh. I'm not about to let you live this one down at all. You are a trash ass human, man. I hate that negative ass people like you exist in this world, dude. I'm not even about to make your washed ass relevant, bruh. You need to get a life, loser. You are a fucking throwback jersey, my friend. What? So my response was, I'm negative and a trash human. How exactly? Because something terrible happened to me that you lied to try to cover up. And then in parentheses, I put, I still don't know why. Uh, I said, and I'm not, not, I'm not letting it go. One thing everyone knows about me, I don't lie, ever. I have footage from a camera right above our head that proves that. Then I added, when you resort to insults, you already lost the argument. Right. Like, people, kids do that out of frustration. And if you don't like, know Like, shut this- up then, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Right. You, you resort to name calling yes. and sh- insults when you don't have anything to stand on. For somebody that doesn't know this dude. You're going to bat for that motherfucker really hard. Right? What the fuck? It's bizarre. Sis. Sis, bruh, it's really bizarre. So this person says, ha, 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 bruh, you saying anything. If the police had a video, why the fuck would they need to call me? Because uh, you were a witness and Bitch, you were trying you to discredit me. do you not watch Law and Order? Are you not God an damn. adult? Like, you are you stupid? Dumb? He said, I didn't do shit, old fake me too head ass boy. You need attention. What? You need attention that bad. So my response was because you were standing right there and made it your job to tell the bartender and security that you saw everything and I was lying. You're on camera right when it happened. You can keep lying, but I got receipts. Keep lying. Here's a screenshot of the fucking video footage that I was going to send him, but I was like, I'll just keep that card in my pocket. Right. Because everyone knows I have it. Multiple people have already watched it. Right. I have it in my phone. So then he goes ahead and and writes three more messages to me. Honestly, I couldn't let you lie on that, dude. That was kind of weird to me. I'm sorry. That was bizarre. What? Then he says, I didn't lose shit because I said, you know, when you resort to insults, you lost the argument. I didn't lose shit because I have nothing to do with none of that shit. I don't know that nigga or your ass. That nigga ain't my homie. I don't even know his name or yours. But you came in my fucking comments talking about I still love you and everybody I, I love fucks with you. So I don't want to. Everything he says is a contradiction. Everything. He's on dope. So it's like what this is fucking weird, right? So then he says me telling hella people sounds insane. I literally don't even talk to anyone ever. You wish for relevance so bad, dog. Imagine me saying Potafria in common conversation. Niggas would be like, huh? You think discrediting your irrelevant ass is a part of my agenda? Uh, Apparently it is because you made it your fucking job to approach security, the bartender, and multiple people we know, including the DJ, and tell them that I was lying. You made that your job for For someone that you don't know. And then Twitter. Why are you? Yeah. Why did you? Interesting. So he said, I'm a respectable ass human being. (laughs) Why am I even in this conversation? So... I just responded. I said, you say you have nothing to do with it and you don't know either of us, but you immediately approached the bartender on camera and he gave a statement telling him that I was lying and you saw the whole thing. Then you told Sake, 
which is the person that interviewed him last mm-hmm. night, which is also someone that works at that same place where it took where it happened. Mm-hmm. He, I said, then you told him you never saw what happened. I said, I'm trying to figure out which one was it. You got really involved for such a great, cool person that doesn't know either of us and doesn't care. Right. Right. I'm not insulting him. I'm not fucking flying off and cussing and getting, you know, because I know I'm right. lawyer, bitch. Exactly. So his response. Oh, and then I just said, stop projecting the shit you care about on me. I've never cared about being quote unquote relevant. And that's why I always have been. That's your life goal, not mine. I just want to know if now you're saying you saw it or you didn't because you told multiple people both. Should I tag them? I already tagged sake. Which one is it? Which one is it? Because you keep flip-flopping every fucking thing you say. And that's very damaging to fucking women that go through shit like this. He's sick, dude. And, I, you know, I really didn't even want to be responding to him. But it's like, I haven't aired you is out. Enough, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And you're still on that same bullshit that you know is not true. Okay, and he's doing this to quote-unquote you who he don't know right right but you love me you still love me and imagine and what people he does love me. you think you're the only one he treats this way or he's he would do this to exactly so after i said that his only response was bruh go to sleep you saying anything and no you're just, saying and tried anything. to just dismiss the conversation you bitch so i said i'm just saying facts that's what i do you're gonna regret hopping in with an opinion about something this serious Seriously, you're not resorting to name-calling. I am. Right. He's a motherfucking bitch. So the person's sake got in the conversation at that point and was just, like, taking... I don't want to say taking my my side, but was like, you know, I love both of you. I don't know if this is the forum for this discussion. For the record, I believe and support Patafria, and I'm confused as to why this is continuing to be an argument. He told Fage, you aren't accused of putting your hands on anyone, so I'm... I'm confused as to why what happened that night is being debated. As far as I'm concerned, it isn't up for debate. If a woman says she was assaulted and has receipts, ain't no reason to argue with her. Right. I'm willing to mediate a discussion if y'all want to talk in person. You both are too important to too many people to go at each other on a public forum like this, in my opinion. And then, you know, me and him DM'd at that point. Uh, He basically let me know that, like, Foggy texted him. They got into it after that. Um, and then he flip-flopped again. So Fage wrote again in the comment section, A, you got any last words? Because I'm no longer going to be able to see your shit. That was him basically putting me on notice. He was about to block me. So I knew this whole conversation was going to disappear. I had already got all the screenshots. I'm nobody. I'm not relevant. Why are you blocking me? Right. I'm nobody. I never followed you, bruh. I never came at you talking to you. You fucking idiot. So I just ignored it. And, um... I responded to Sake instead, and I was like, Fage making a conscious effort to call me a liar and change what he claims he saw over and over is honestly more injuring than what did do, what dude did to me at this point. Dude said himself he doesn't remember and tried to apologize to me last year. This motherfucker Fage clearly has a personal problem with me, and it needs to be addressed. I've ended friendships with people that continue to fuck with this clown, and I'm tired of it. We finna air this out. This is a, he is definitely a clown. And that was when I made the decision that I was going to fucking speak about this because people in my area need to know that what a piece of shit person he is and also know that, like, 
everybody go women it's so easy to go through this kind of shit right it's so fucking easy and like i said for my big badass like i be you know i'm one that's always prided myself on being able to take care of myself and stick up for all my friends and i'm always the one to come to the rescue for everybody but that was probably the most vulnerable i've ever fucking felt that's a perfect word ever yes and um the the homie whose page it was on you know he he dm me and told him well you know the conversation all of his mess either he deleted all his messages or he blocked me because they're all gone um you know we got into it on the phone and then he said that foggy said he will testify against dude in court if it comes to that shit makes no sense what so if you're willing to testify against dude in court then you know he possibly did something what the right fuck this is fucking bizarre. So, so if you're friends with Fage, that's the type of friends you fucking yeah. And I just wanted to make a little more is. sense why I'm separating myself because I've ended friendships with a couple people that I was really close to for like ten years because of their relationship with him, and I felt like they you had to, you have to yeah. I just felt like that had to be cut. Like I can't feel. I feel like you're not protecting me if you're still gonna exactly. But then, true, also, they didn't know how far this really went. You know what I mean? And maybe the details. So that's really my motivation for sharing the details about this bullshit right now. Um, Also, to know that even the toughest motherfuckers can can be be vulnerable. Yes, it can happen to fucking anybody. And they don't know. You won't always react the way you think you will. No. It's hard. And that's that's a fucked up realization to come to, too. Yeah. It's a big healing process. Um, it's multifaceted. It's it's rough. It's really hard to go through something like that. But and then it's hard to, have, to get over. <laughs> like, it took me a year to even be able to talk about this shit. Right. And then to have somebody who calls you sis create this smear campaign right. on social media around it didn't the shock way. Me, though. Excuse me. It didn't shock me, though, because that person... I have another card that I'm keeping in my pocket. It's a predator. He has predatory behavior of his own. Yes. He fucking, without going into too much detail, because I'm going to save that for later and see where this goes from this point. But I witnessed with a relative, walked into the room of him sexually assaulting someone that I know personally while they were blacked passed out, knocked out, sleep, drunk at a house party. Right. And me and that person had a conversation about it. And I was like, you know, I want to talk to you about this because I don't know if you knew about it or if you knew that we saw it happen or what. But I just want you to know that we saw it. And like we saw what Foggy did. We fucking freaked out. Right. And I had a whole conversation with this person about it and acknowledged it. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to speak your name about it. I'm not going to They didn't even know. Right. Kind of, but we didn't go into too many details about the extent. But he was like, yeah, he was acting shocked. And then it was brought to my attention also that Fage was also kicked off fucking HBK's tour at one point for doing fucking gay shit with people that aren't gay, getting drunk and getting too loose and too fucking... Being a predator. Yes. So he's had a history, and that came from someone that was actually on the tour. So this person has a history of fucking predatory behavior and bitch, I don't give a fuck who knows it. Ain't nobody going to check me about saying shit and everything I talk about, I have receipts. Yeah, you do. I don't just talk out my ass. I have receipts. I have receipts of where the information comes from, when it was said, 
photos fucking you know what i mean like i don't yep. just talk out my ass no so um too old to do that yeah it was time it was time to fucking speak on this and um and this is a really good platform to do so right and if it has to go any further it can i want all the smoke so if you want me to uh leak the details about what i witnessed <laughs> i will also do that with no problem and i let the person know who was involved that i won't say their name but i will say yours foggy yeah so that's it about that um we can change gears and um you want to tell the story about porch surgery before we go i hate you <laughs> so like a year or two ago maria comes over to my house and I'm in my office, you know, my rocking chair on my porch. Mark and I are out there. And you've always had that cyst, huh? Mm -hmm. She has this tiny cyst. You can't even notice it. It's like. I notice it. She, of course she it's, does. It's behind my ear. Yes. It's on my head, but it's like behind my ear. It's super fucking tiny. It's like. I and don't I'm know. an avid watcher of Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. And I'm really into that. So. She goes, you want to get it out? And, you know, I really love that shit, too. And I'm like, yeah. And she was like, do you have any tools? Do you have a scalpel? And I'm like, I don't think so. And so I'm looking around. And I think you were like Mark might in like a shaving kit or something. Yeah. And we went. I was we were looking for a razor blade and we couldn't find one. And then she goes. At that point, I got really excited. And I was like, well, we're going to do it. We're going to make it work. She was like, just go get a fucking knife out of the kitchen. And I was like, because I'm stupid and I always listen to her. I'm really persuasive. She don't stop. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I really wanted to dig that cyst out. I went and got a fucking steak knife out of the drawer. I think We're grownups. We're grownups and we have our own kids, you guys. And I'm getting a fucking steak knife out. <laughs> of to, the kitchen. To cut the back of her ear. I don't even think I burnt the motherfucker before I did it. I, I think just, I think Mark put a lighter to it because he, Mark he played was a smart, part. He was drunk, but he was the smart he wasn't one. even drunk. It was in the daytime and he was not drunk. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. He was not drunk. I think he was drinking. He had started. No, because I wouldn't have work. let him saw on my head if he was drinking. I think he had just started. Like, he wasn't drunk. But he's always like it's the debatable. dad of us, though. He's always like the dad and it's like, well, yeah. you have to do this. And you you can't do that. He's, he Mark yeah, yeah. always plays the dad Precautions. Weird fucking reckless. So... We start taking turns sawing this fucking cyst. And I'm trying to direct them. I'm like, I can't see, but can you just make a slit, right? Because this is how Dr. Pimple Popper does it. Make a slit. Because she's and then really you a doctor push and educated. It, push it from the opposite sides out of the little pocket. You know what I mean? And then you can either cut it if it's attached or whatever, but like just cut a fucking slit. It probably works really well with a fucking surgical scalpel. With the proper tools. Not a serrated, dull-ass target steak knife. So, <laughs> literally what it is. You guys don't even know. We tried this shit for like an hour and a half. She has her phone and she's fucking watching us. Recording. And, and she's trying to tell us which way to go. And we literally, and I tried everything. That fucking cyst has a solid base. It's fucking attached. So here's the fun thing. I made a YouTube channel. And I don't really use it, but there's three <laughs> videos that are uploaded on said YouTube channel, and it's called Porch Surgery. So go so find that. So if you that. search Potafria, that's the name of my channel, on YouTube, you can go and watch the three videos of Porch Surgery. Of the three assholes. And you can see what kind of tools were used and um, disinfecting none. 
<laughs> and how we are not the smartest people we know at all. Where were the kids? In the house being grown up. Did we tell them don't come outside or no. something? Because no. I know we wouldn't have done that in front of them. They probably were like, our parents are fucking stupid. And I know there was a lot of blood. It kept bleeding. Yeah. And no give. Yeah. There and was I no finally, mass I was like, no, we out. can't do it. It's not working. And you were like, come on. And I, was, and I finally was like, we can't. It's not fucking coming out. I finally let them quit after like an hour. But she I made was us pressing on. I was like, we didn't come this far for nothing. I fucking saw like, it harder. Yeah, get that bitch out. Like, otherwise, all of this is for nothing. Do you guys not? understand it feels when you're taking a fucking dull serrated <laughs> cutting steak knife head. cutting the back of your friend's fucking head and she's telling you to go more and it's just the most creepy fucking we feeling. had like a paper towel that we were using which was i'm sure really sterile yeah. that we were blotting it and with. i was smoking cigarettes you had a cigarette in your as hand we were doing this because you almost ashed on me at one point i'm a I smoking think. surgeon you're in your facilities. You're allowed to yeah. smoke cigarettes yeah, in the okay. operating room. Totally, it, it's allowed. So that's you guys, what we did. Go and watch that. Now it's like I feel like it's smaller, but it's still there. D- don't look at me because I'm not fucking so, cutting that without the guess proper. Guess what? <laughs> if I happen to come up on a scalpel, guess what? I'll, I'll do it if you get a scalpel. Okay, we'll film it in here. <laughs> we'll film it and and we'll load that video too. But in the meantime, you can watch the three that we have up: porch <sighs> surgery and die. And be embarrassed that you guys listen to our wisdom as we cut each other on a fucking porch yes. with cigarettes. Right. I'm pretty confident to do that. I don't think I would have attempted. I can't, I was excited. I wanted to fucking get it yeah. out. And, and I wanted so bad to see what was in there. Yeah. It, you, it feels like it's going to be a ball, but it's like the whole base is like. We're going to get it. Don't even worry about it. We're going to. We're going to get it. If Even if I got to order a scalpel, even if we'll I get to it. put my cigarettes out on it. Even, however, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to order tools, Dr. Pimple Popper. <sighs> yeah, watch this. Right. You're not the <laughs> only one. Hold my one. beer. Hold, <laughs> hold my beer. Hold right, my wild guys. turkey is more like it. Thank you for listening. Um, we now have t-shirt packs available again on oh the website. God. So many people were asking after the holidays when they were going to be available again. They include a t-shirt, a lighter, stickers, um, all in a pack. So I believe they're 40 bucks. You have to buy the um, serrated Target steak knife separately. That Yeah, we don't provide Next that right we'll now because there's not a safe way for us to ship it yet. Next time. But, um, yeah, T-shirt packs are available, again, on the website. Um, also, please subscribe, rate, <laughs> review. Please. Share us. Yes. Share us Thank with your you friends. Thank you for sharing us. And please, um, the, the T-shirt thing, we don't make money off this. so We don't. Um, this is a way for you guys to support us and also get gifts in the process. So thank you to everyone who has already purchased those. Yeah. Super appreciated. Thank you, guys. Suck it easy. Talk to you next week, okay? Go to bed. <laughs>